Good grief! Can you believe it, people? They said it couldn't happen. They said once you get to seven episodes of a podcast, you close down. Uh-uh. Not me and the parky, because we said no to that, suckers. That's right, you have joined us for Talking Nuts, a Peanuts podcast, where we look back at 50 years of Charles Schultz, magnum opus, the Peanuts newspaper strip. I am the Chief. I am joined, as always, across the airways by my good buddy. It's you. Hi, it's Parky. How are you, Chief? I am good. I'm good. Yourself? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've had a very good week. Um, very enjoyable. And it's this my Friday, my Friday now. Can I say yeah, that as right. we're recording? Are people assuming that we're talking live when we do our <laughs> podcast? <laughs> now, listen, you do, you do, on a Friday, you've got a busy schedule normally. You're drumming or you're skateboarding. What, what's happening today? Well, it's both. Well, um, so today, today is the, uh, it is my second drum lessons. I had my first drum lesson last week. How did it, it go? Was, it was chief. It was brilliant. I absolutely yeah. loved it. Yeah. Graham was very, was very um, impressed with what I knew already, even though right. it was kind of scant. Uh, I can I, I know which one's the snare drum and yes. I know where to put my feet and that was about it but like you know off to a flying start sort of hit the ground rolling now what's the uh, what's the end game here you're starting a band he asked me that very same question and I felt embarrassed to say I'd love to start a band as if I was like 13 years old and not <laughs> 45 but where I've moved to in Kent Ramsgate's got an incredible like live music scene right and uh it's yeah. There's just like like last night, for instance, we went to a pub. We went to a pub quiz, and it's yes. a live music pub quiz. There's a guy wow. who plays the guitar, um, and you have to guess the songs, or you have to guess yeah. which movie that song's from. Like different well, rounds. Sounds, Fantastic. It sounds like you might need some backing, some backing track uh, drumming behind him there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think he does. I think he does. <laughs> Actually, no, he, he did very well by himself, and it's. Uh, <laughs> I think I'll probably probably get in the way. Um, okay, okay. So yeah, the Fridays are good. I've also like just um, just uh, Fridays are also my, my my craft brew days as well, and I've just ah, yes. I've just just this moment. So if I sound a little bit slurred speech, I've just had to have a little taste of my my wort, which I've been fermenting, and gotcha. it's been fermenting for a week, and it tastes all right. It's, it smells like it tastes like beer. It smells like beer. Um, obviously, it's kind of in that pre-finished stage, so it's um, yes. it still tastes rank. But like, it tastes like rank. <laughs> it tastes like rank beer, and it'll probably finish up like rank beer. But at least you know I made it myself. Good, good, but, good. Yeah. How about yourself? What have you been up to this week? Uh, well, I am just man of man of leisure at the moment because I am an unemployed bum currently. So finished work at the comic shop. The dream. Uh, that's. That's due to that we want to move house and c- couldn't do it on that particular salary, so need to look for something else. And now most people will look for jobs while they're still in a job, but the chief does not work that way because the chief is unwilling to give up his time outside of working hours to do life admin. So I would rather be unemployed and look for jobs at my leisure. Um, so I mean I yeah. don't know how I don't know how long the the pot of funds will allow that it, you know already one week in I'm thinking oh it's a bit tight this month but <laughs> but we, we shall see we shall see now I don't know I what do, I'm going to do I don't know what I'm going to do so I, I do love the um we couldn't afford it on my salary so I quit my job <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly how, what's that backward thinking uh, only the chief that's chief's forward brain that is that, for, should, that is forward thinking. That's a t-shirt there. I couldn't afford it on my salary, so I quit my job. Yes, yeah, uh, yeah. that's a t-shirt. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, too many t-shirts. I don't know. Red. What was the other one? Red is red. I don't know. Can't remember. Let's look. Red back. is red. 
but anyway, so I have just been, yeah, taking stock of things at the moment. I, I'm I actually, if anyone, listen, if anyone's got any ideas about what the chief can do with his life, please get in contact with us. We talk peanuts at gmail.com, talking peanuts on Instagram or talking nuts on Twitter. Get a hold of me and sort my life out for me. But apart from that, I am just enjoying talking to you on a weekly basis about peanuts. It sounds like um, in your in your week that you've been free, you've been memorising the uh, the contact details of, of this podcast because that was <laughs> that was slick, Chief. That, that uh, doesn't even... <laughs> hands up, I did it like two minutes before we started. Did you? Oh, yeah, I had well. a quick look just to make sure because I always forget. But yes, yes. So uh, so when you go into Indeed, like or whichever job search yep. website, wh- yep. what are you what are you typing in? Well, I haven't really visited any of those sites yet. Nice. So Get a strategy first. <laughs> yeah, strategy first. I, I think, I did I mention offline to you once, I'm thinking about being a beekeeper. I quite like the idea of that. Oh, that, yeah. I think you have mentioned that to me before. And I, I, mean, think I don't know I anything about of... that, but just someone, I think the missus said to me, why don't you be a beekeeper? I was like, all right, fine. What do I know? What do you know about beekeeping? She said, oh, nothing. You like bees though, don't you? I was like, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. mind bees. Well, why, I mean, why, now why wouldn't you be a beekeeper? That's the question you've got to ask yourself. Why exactly. not? So, exactly. so you're in. Um, yeah. They got funky clothes. Yeah. Um, they hang around outside all day. Yeah. Do they work in the winter? Do you get like six months off? I'm not sure. I don't know. Maybe you go to like kind of, you have to migrate to like southern climes to maybe there's like kind of a season. You can sort of travel the world, chase the yes. sun as it were, chase the bees. Yeah. <laughs> that, that sounds grand. And when I was in Albania in the summer, there were like literally everywhere you looked, there was yes. an apiary. There were these like, yeah, just just like honey making facilities and you'd be driving down the road and there'd be people selling honey yeah. and racky and wine um are you a fan yeah. of honey oh mate i love honey i know I you like it honey. on your peanut butter don't you do you like it on the peanut butter yeah, yeah same as lucy not the lucy yep <laughs> okay yeah. uh, but anyway stay tuned next week uh, for more updates on chief's life more life more than likely but listen it's time for snack for the show p Nut snacks for the show, gonna eat some peanut snacks. Peanut snacks for the show, gonna eat some peanut snacks. Oh yeah, peanut snacks on the peanut show, gonna peanut show with the peanut snacks right now. Okay, I think I've got this one. I'm gonna send you a picture of this, Parky, because uh, my phone is not downstairs charging. Uh, my phone is upstairs charged. I learned from <laughs> last week's mistake. Okay. It's kept me awake. Right, I'm sending you a picture. You're drinking beer. I've got a black Americano. And I've got this, which will it send? Come on, send. Okay, it's called Horalki. That's H O R A L K Y. Horalki, made by Novinka. Uh, and it is the title of the bar is just peanut butter. It just says peanut butter. Oh, no, it's a Novinka peanut butter. I, I love it. I mean, I, I just love the. That, that I mean, it's 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 pure European, isn't it? Like the yeah. mountains in the background. What are the mountains saying to you? Yeah, I mean, the peanuts grow on mountains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and is that a peanut flour that they put on there? Is it? Do peanuts have flowers? I don't know. They do now. They must do. They're, now, they're a, now look, I've got to take a picture of the inside for you here because you're going to have thoughts about this because I reckon it's very similar to the bar that you had in that. It's wafer covered in chocolate, except the chocolate is not covering the whole thing. <laughs> and is, is that a design? Is that a design flaw or a design um, wow. or a design? <laughs> I've gone in now. I don't know. Layers of wafer with the peanut cream filling in between, and like 
the scantest chocolate covering you've ever seen. Um, and another bite, then I'm going to give a verdict. I'm trying to get that peanut tone, you know? Yeah. Is it coming through on the palate? And? Very slight. What I'm really getting is a full, full dose of just sugar. It just feels like a sweet, generic, sweet uh, snack. Right, so 10 out of 10. <laughs> Scan. Can't really taste chocolate. Get a little bit of peanut there. So as a snack, I mean, look, I'm going to eat it. But as a snack, I'm going to give it three out of ten. Now, listen, we need to come up with some kind of rating. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like when I did a previous podcast and we did colas, we rated them fizz bangs, six fizz bangs out of ten or whatever. Oh, so what, nice. what can we give this? What We need something out of ten. Uh, oh. don't know. We'll, th- we'll brew on that. We'll germinate on that. We'll six six clags out of ten. Clags? Mm, doesn't sound appealing. No, we'll think of something. Listeners out there, you can get in contact with us. We talk peanuts at gmail.com, talking peanuts on Instagram, or we talk uh, talking nuts on Twitter. Make a suggestion for us about what we can categorize these snacks as. But anyway, I'm giving this three whatevers out of ten as a snack, and I'm giving it one out of ten as a peanut based oh, snack. Barrel. Cellar dweller. Cellar dweller. Anyway. Uh, let's talk about some peanuts strips now. Parky, we come to you every week for the frame count. What are you telling me? I've got a good idea this week. Oh, chief! What I'm telling you is, yeah. I've got a big, I've got a big blank space in the top of my notes here where I forgot Uh-oh. to put the frame count. Is not so. I normally my process for reading peanuts is yes. I read the month just to get the the vibe. Mm. Then I go back and do the frame count. And when you're doing the frame count, you kind of reinforce the vibe. I and like then it. I go back and do my third read um, where I kind of, you know, get, get all my notes and observations. So what I'm saying is, Chief, I've missed the frame count this week. Okay. Um, should we have a guess anyway? We'll, we'll catch up. I think Charlie Brown won. I think Patty two. So Charlie Brown won. Patty two. Yeah. I'll go. Uh, share me three. Share me three. Charlie Brown four. Oh, sorry. Um, Snoopy four. Snoopy four. Violet five. Yeah. And newbie Schroeder six. Oh. Yeah, see this this is this is the thing. We we've we've introduced the new the new character in, in a in a way that deserved more of a fanfare. Yeah, oh yeah. Spoilers there, people. <laughs> Spoilers. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go similar to you, Chief. I'm gonna go Charlie Brown one. I'm gonna go Patty two. I'm gonna go Violet three. I'm going to go Snoopy 4 yep. and Shermy 5 okay, and then Schroeder 6. All right. Yeah. So okay. what what's new in this month's strip? <laughs> uh, I mean, do you want to go, do you want to go straight into the new character or what? So you said you like to read it to get a vibe. What yeah. was your general vibe for this month? So yeah, I like to, and I also like to get, yeah, give my vibe. So my vibe for this month was I, I wasn't a big fan of it. Uh, I don't know what you thought. I've given it, so I've written four out of ten. It's a right. four out of ten month for me. Okay. Um, except when you introduce Schroeder, like the introduction of a new character is always a, you know, it's just a great moment. It's historic. And so I had, I had to move it up, bump it up to a six out of ten. Six um, out I, of ten. I, I, felt, I felt the month, it kind of relied on, 
like some kind of like some some gags that have been done quite a few times before. Yes. This also felt there's, but also felt that sometimes there's some quite you know ex, experimental stuff in there, like yeah. things that he was kind of Schultz was playing around with. Um, and we'll come on to that in a bit if I can sort of remember what what, <laughs> what prompted that. If I can remember what prompted that thought, but there were some there were some some kind of like kind of gags or even strips there that didn't even that there was sort of like almost no attempt at a gag. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, but I there were there, there were a few funny moments. Um, yeah, for sure, for sure. I yeah. mean, I've written down, you know, maybe seven uh, strips that warrant that I felt warranted talking about, which I think is generally par for the course but that doesn't necessarily mean that they were all all bangers it's just talking points but just a quick yeah. note on the charlie brown smile frown situation yeah. uh, he was again around the same as he was last month so i think it was around seven strips frowning and about six and a half strips smiling oh, so okay okay out of 27 so he's on about 25 percent hit rate for both of those uh categories and then 50 percent um but obviously and again that is that is no, uh, that's wrong because that's twenty-seven <laughs> strips for the month. So he, there's maybe some that he doesn't appear in. So the the stats are skewed slightly. So I will yeah. next month. I'll obviously base it on strips that he's in, which is actually the correct stat to be using. <laughs> that's science, chief. Yeah, that's science. I, We're learning. It's all about learning. This podcast it, it, game it, it, it is revolving, and I think I think revolving like, or I, evolving, evolving, both. Revol- yeah, both. Why not? Um, <laughs> I think. I also think the frown to smile ratio is a really important um, metric to use in in the development of peanuts because I think as we mentioned before, I think Charlie Brown in these earlier frames seems to have a lot more kind of spunk about him in especially in certain yes. certain strips, um, which you know you you don't sort of know him for in in the kind of as the as the, as the cartoon evolves. Yeah. Or as the sort of like the, and and um so there's quite a few of those moments so I think you know the the, the smart to frown ratio will give us that kind of maybe like we'll see that tipping point where he kind of yeah. moves to the um the sort of the, the more the more neurotic even though there are signs here obviously we see them of, of the, the the neurotic yes. self loathing um, yeah. insecure Charlie Brown that we kind of know and love um, yeah. and identify with <laughs> um, <laughs> here. well, well I, I think there's that's interesting because there's there's a they're, they're not when he's frowning, it's not always about his neuroses or his self-loathing. Sometimes it's just he's pissed off or someone's done something to him. But I think there's maybe two or three in here which are like what you're talking about. And then there's one strip mm-hmm. which kind of flips that dynamic. So if you look at on the 9th of February, no, because we're not in February, 9th of May. <laughs> uh, don't look at oh, February. Yeah. Uh, he, Patty is there uh, standing side on looking at Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown has got a new coat and he says, this coat is too big for me. Panel two, Patty says, that's not the coat's fault. You're too small. I mean, that is a diss straight away. Panel three, Charlie Brown replies, there you go. And then panel four, he turns and walks away, always blaming me for everything. So she's already given him a small person complex right there. Yeah. You know, yeah. his new coat. And then you also get one on the 15th of May where Shermie's sitting down. Patty is shouting at him. Charlie Brown's just rocked up in the background. And uh, Patty says, sometimes I get so mad at you, as she shouts at Shermie. Panel two, she says, do you know what you are? You're nothing but an old Charlie Brown. I mean, that is an, that's been introduced here as an insult. And Charlie Brown, exclamation mark. Panel three, Shermie, he's not taking that. He has stood up, 
face to face with Patty, nose to nose, almost pushing her back a little bit. And he says, now hold on, that's going too far. And Charlie Brown's going, humph, in the background. Then panel four, Charlie Brown frowning. Boy, all this makes me feel great. Basically, he has overheard a conversation between two people who are getting very agitated and animated with each other because one of them called someone a, an old Charlie Brown. Now, yeah, that is that, pretty, that's about the harshest, that's about as harsh as strip one of, of October 1950, I think. That, yeah, that, that, I mean, you're going to, if you're Charlie Brown, you're going to bed thinking about that, aren't you? Yeah, for um, sure. And, and like, you know, towards the end of, do you remember like towards the end of um, last month, we had that scene where, um, uh, Patty and Violet were, were walking together and they were talking about how much they thought Charlie Brown was a great guy. Yes. Um, and Charlie Brown didn't, 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 didn't absorb that. Like he didn't absorb that good feeling. No. So it, it's either way. I think for, for, it doesn't matter whether people are saying nice things about him or bad things yes. about him. He, he's always kind of, he's got this insecurity about himself. Yeah, um, yeah. What I did like in, in this strip um, is the first frame is when like, Shermie's sitting down and Patty's kind of standing over him shouting and, and Shermie's got a smile on his face. I'm like, Shermie, get that smile off, mate, because that's, yeah. that's not going to end no. well. And also Charlie Brown's smiling. You get a double. This is a smile <laughs> and a frown in the same strip. <laughs> it really so, does. It, it does move, doesn't it? Yeah, it's the, uh, Charlie it's the... Brown is smiling in the background because Shermie's getting chewed out. Like, yeah, he doesn't yeah. know why yet. So he's like, ah, good old Shermie. He's getting his ass handed to him here by Patty. <laughs> Yeah. And then Charlie Brown quickly turns that to a frown. And yeah, Shermie, he loses the smile because he's now getting angry because no one calls him a old Charlie Brown. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing, but... isn't it? Like, um, I, 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 gave that, I gave that strip no real time. And then you kind of, as, as soon as you bring it up and we talk about it, I'm like, that's, yeah, that's quite a good strip. I really like yeah. that one. Yeah, same, well, same with me for the Charlie Brown behind the tree one last month. And I was like, oh, I just glossed over it. And then through talking about it, I was like, this is actually laugh out loud funny. So I'm laughing but, now thinking but about it. I, I am going to now talk about because I think this does flip the dynamic of that Charlie Brown feeling neurotic and hurt almost because it's the very last strip of the month. And before we get to the last strip of the month, we do need to talk about the preceding one on May the 30th because this is indeed the first appearance of Schroeder. Now yeah. we will see Schroeder grow in in stature and size quite quite rapidly or I'm not actually sure because I don't remember seeing him or reading him as as a small baby like this I just remember him as you know a, a I was gonna say fully grown a fully grown child almost <laughs> uh, yeah well I mean this is this is uh, this is kind of really interesting isn't it and I guess like it's you know, when you when when you work in the realms of cartoons, you can you can really actually do what the hell you want. As you a, bend time, a, how you want. You yeah. can bend time. So, you know, Schroeder becomes Charlie Brown's, like, well, not not his best. I guess Linus would be his best friend, but like Schroeder's yeah. probably there at, at number two. Yes. Um, as as like it's like Charlie Brown's closest closest friend in in these strips, and yet here he is, like, what Charlie Brown we said is like around four or five years old here. Schroeder's yeah. at one. So there's a four-year difference there, yeah. um, but I think yeah, I think Schroeder, like something I don't know, if, I don't know if it's called Benjamin Button style or or, or right. what. You yes. know, what's fast growth? Tom Hanks and Big, um, yeah. yeah, he he gets he gets big quite quickly. He does, um, he does. But yeah, yeah so the the we'll, we'll talk about this May thirtieth strip because the one I was referencing is actually the May thirty-first strip in terms of the mm -hmm. dynamic of, of Charlie Brown's neurosis, but. So the 30th strip, Patty is, is uh, come to see Charlie Brown. He looks like he's in the sand pit outside. And she says, have you met Schroeder yet, Charlie Brown? 
And then they go off walking and Charlie Brown says, Schroeder, who's he? And Patty says, he lives next door. Come on, I'll introduce you. And then panel three, there, there, Patty and Charlie Brown are standing either side of the panel with Schroeder sitting down in his in his onesie in the middle. Big smile on his face. His, his uh, smile count is 100% this month, Schroeder. <laughs> and Patty says, here he is. Say something to him. And Charlie Brown says, I don't know what to say. And then Charlie Brown in panel four says, I always feel so uncomfortable near children. <laughs> now, okay, maybe there's nothing much in that strip, but it's there is a lot in that fourth panel because... Charlie Brown is just always around children. You never see him near adults. Everywhere he is, he's either with a dog or children. And yet he's kind of saying, I always feel so uncomfortable near children. So it's it's a weird one. Does he? When I first read it, I thought I was inferencing that it was babies. That even though he said the word children, he was inferencing babies. But now on reflection, is it just more of an open... Um, an open question of Charlie Brown actually being uncomfortable around kids his own age. Yeah, well, I, th- I think that's. I think it's that second one. Like, I, I almost think you could, in that last bub- speech bubble, you could take off, take away near children, because he's always near children. Yes. So therefore, he always feels uncomfortable, and yeah. and that's and he's just kind of like, yeah, maybe just like like letting us into his uh, his kind of um, self assessment of his own um, of his own well being there. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, but then you do get in, like I say, in this last strip here, you get Charlie Brown reversing neuroses and almost getting one up or feeling good about himself because he sees himself as being not better than someone, but almost one-upmanship. Because panel one, Charlie Brown is talking to Schroeder, Patty's in the distance, and Charlie Brown says, doesn't Schroeder ever talk? Then Patty from the distance says, he hasn't learned how yet. He's too young. Charlie Brown says, can he walk? Panel three. Patty's moved in closer. Uh, she says, no, he doesn't walk yet either. And Schroeder's just looking around smiling. And then panel four, Charlie Brown is now smiling. And he says, gee, this gives me a great feeling of superiority. <laughs> now, you will not find many times when Charlie Brown feels superior to other people. So this is a real landmark day for Charlie Brown, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it probably like in, in, in next month, we'll see him back to... <laughs> Feeling yeah. inferior. Yeah, again. we'll see Schroeder talking and walking, and Charlie Brown will be absolutely gutted. Play, playing the piano. Can, yeah. can, what, what do you? Let's just. Um, I, I know we're kind of like doing this chronologically, but you know, how, how do we feel kind of about Schroeder as a character? Like knowing what you know, and you know, having sort of seen Peanuts down the line and yeah, red strips it, and cartoons. I, I and stuff. am. A, I am a Schroeder fan. Uh, I'm a Schroeder booster. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I like Schroeder as well. I think he, he adds he adds something. He adds a great dynamic to it. Um, I love I think, I just, his relationship with Lucy is just fantastic. Yeah, it's just yeah. brilliant. It's just he's he's just something slightly different. He's got that you know the quirk of of um, the piano etc. and Beethoven. And we saw didn't we that Charlie Brown was actually the Beethoven man before Schroeder came along. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And so, I, I, I was reading that Schroeder is named, so he's again, it's a character, it's a person in Charles Schultz's actual life. Um, right. So you remember last week we talked about how Charles Schultz was a good golfer and played golf, but he yes. was also a, he was also a caddy, um, right. and so he used to go caddying. Um, and one of his fellow caddies was called Schroeder. Ah. Uh, yeah, and so that's 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 what that's who he is named after. I'm not sure why, um, whether whether there was anything more to their relationship between. Than just like some or someone I used to caddy with, right? But I thought that was um that was quite yeah, interesting. Good. good. Uh, what what's what? Yeah. Any any strips here you want to attack? Yeah. So what, what, let's go. Um, let's just go in with the, with with my favourite strip of the month. Um, 
you know, it, obviously it's, it's it's great to see Schroeder arrive, and it's kind of more of a landmark. But like the funniest one, <laughs> yeah, was actually the one that preceded the introduction of Schroeder. Yeah, we've got yeah. we've got Charlie Brown playing tennis, and okay. I think I said <laughs> Schultz playing around with proportions here. <laughs> it's just like there, there's so much here um, that I, I find absolutely hilarious. And I, I say, although this wasn't a, you know, for me like my, my favourite month, um, even though now as I'm talking about it, I'm, I'm starting to enjoy it a lot more. Yeah. Um, this this cartoon really had me in stitches, and um, yeah, there, there's just so much about it. As, as we said last like last month, I think you know as soon as as soon as sports are involved, yes, I, I just my, my my barrier for quality goes right down, and I, I seem to love all of the okay. sports ones. And we've got tennis right here, tennis. So we've got game. tennis. So this is I think this is the first time we've seen Charlie Brown play tennis. Yep. Um, and for me, it's got everything. It's got him failing. It's got um, the visual gags of the proportions of, of various things. Yep. It's got the rats exclaim, which is just. It's got the tongue out this, of the mouth in panel it's one. It's got the tongue out of the mouth. So let's. This yeah, is the 29th of 29th of May. Um, so the first frame we see um, we see Charlie Brown holding a tennis racket. He's trying to play a forehand, um, and you see the ball coming out of the, the right side of the frame, and he's got his tongue out of his mouth. He's concentrating. Yeah. <laughs> He's concentrating so hard. The next frame, we see the ball pass his racket. Yeah. Absolute air shot. And we see <laughs> we see the rats exclaim, which is hilarious. And I've, I've done a rats count this month, actually. I, I forgot Excellent. to mention that. Three done a rats or count. not? More. There, are, there is three rats, okay. yeah. Um, yeah, there are three rats. So you see him in rats. And that's, I mean, you know, I've, I've also said before this theme of, of uh, you know, being able to see yourself in somebody's. And like, I don't know how concerning it is that I see myself in Charlie Brown quite a lot. Right. But the, the whole, like, yeah. Like, well, I, you know, we used to play, I think we've played tennis before, me, and I used to play tennis yeah, yeah. quite a lot. And just the, 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 the language that used to come out when you'd play yes. a bad shot. Well, was, I, was... I remember you always used to whoop me up pretty bad. And I used to have about six rackets in my bag. And I would buy like <laughs> three rackets or four rackets from charity shops for like two quid. Uh, not to play with. I'll be playing with my, you know, my 40, 50 pound racket. But when I would hit one in the net or whatever, I'd go to my bag and I take out a charity shop racket and I smash it on the deck and break that sucker <laughs> up. I don't want to break up the good one. I smash up the charity shop one. <laughs> um, rats. rats. Anyway, in th- frame three, we see Charlie Brown. He's, he's walking from left to right. So clearly walking towards the net here. He's got, he's got his racket like holding it in, in a way like he's probably just tried to smash it on the ground. Yep. And he said, this is getting me down. Let's change the rules, Shermie. And then you see Charlie Brown and Chevy, like they're they're either side of the net, um, and the net is more like a massive fence, um, and like they're they're below. So what's a tennis net? Is it three foot? Um, no, it's not that big. However big this is, it's not that big. Yeah. So this this I mean this this dwarfs them. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how small are these suckers? I mean, I know. I, I know. Well, and look, if you put a four-year-old next to a tennis net, how, where would they come up to on the net? It's a good. It's a good scientific experiment. If you've got a four-year-old, get them down to the local park and measure them up against that net and come back to us. Yeah. I think, I, I hope, especially if your kid's got a massive head, just so it kind of adds, to, adds to the comedy value. Yeah, and if you don't want, send us a picture. And if you don't want send your kid's a... face on it, you can always pixelate it out. Yeah, um, and um, <laughs> that could that could be the start of the deluge of uh, emails, Chief. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, so the, the, the punchline, and it doesn't really matter too much about the punchline because I'm laughing already by this point. Yeah. Um, but there is the um, uh, so so Charlie Brown says to Shermie on the other side of the net. One point if you hit the ball, 
um, two points if you get it over the net, which yeah. is, yeah, again, it's like when you're a kid, you kind of, you, you bend the rules to adjust to <laughs> your own ability. Of course, at, yes. At whatever it is you're playing. Yeah. So that kind of brings, but I just love that. I just love, yeah, rat, Rats is just, uh, I just... I, st- I said I'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back. I'm gonna bring yeah. it back. I'm gonna bring there's it back. Actually, this week. W- there's actually one in here as well that I another one because I want to like I said I want to bring in big time operator into regular chat and I haven't done it yet but I will do that today. I'm going up to the big smoke for lunch to meet someone for lunch and I'm gonna use big time operator uh, oh, wow, when, when I'm in the city and yeah, rats. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I have used a couple of times but only to myself. But I want to use that in you know a public forum and just get yeah. people talking. Uh, and then yeah. direct him to the podcast, obviously. But another one yeah. I want to bring in is on the 5th of May. And the, the 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 gag doesn't work for me. It's not funny. But it's Patty talking to Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown's at the doorstep. He's got his flat cap on because he's four going on 60. And she says, what are you doing here, Charlie Brown? And then panel two, she's now sat down. Well, she sat down on some kind of poof. Um, uh, I don't know. Or yeah, some it is. Sort of, yeah, yeah. It's a footstool, yeah. isn't it? Of some kind. Yeah. She I says, so, "I yeah. thought you went downtown," and then he says, "I did." But and the downtown is the word I want to bring into regular parlance. Downtown. You say oh, I'm popping into town. I'm going to say downtown. Um, <laughs> and he says, "I did." But you know the old saying. And then panel three, you can't keep a good man downtown. And then she's chasing him out the door. Why is she so offended at that? Just because he said downtown, you can't keep a good, obviously the saying is you can't keep a good man down, and he's added the word town to it as a gag, and then she is not having any of that. I'm telling you, she's chasing him out the door. Yeah. And then That's he says, what... panel four, boy, I'm in top shape today. Yeah, I, I, I've got this. I've got this one down because I really like this. I actually like. I like Charlie Brown's. These are like his dad jokes, aren't they? They're, they're yeah. jokes that are so bad, and that's why she's angry. Um, it's a bad. It's a terrible joke. But it's it's kind of great to see Charlie Brown expressing that kind of confidence. I like him to tell, getting his to tell a bad joke. Or getting his you know getting his game yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. I like, I, <clears throat> I quite like this repeated gag. I have to admit. Right. It's um yeah it's uh yeah it kind of it, it warms the soul, um just to see him running out the door smiling, um yeah. feeling like he's got one up um on on Patty. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. big fan and in a flat cap as well. Oh, you got you got to wear a flat cap if you're going downtown. Now, chief. have you got a flat cap? I haven't. No, no, no. Right. I think I think Peaky Blinders ruined the flat cap. Yes. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. Obviously, it didn't ruin it for a lot of people. In fact, it made the flat cap appealing yes. to many people. Um, yeah. But yeah, it, it sort of ruined the flat cap for me. I have to okay. admit, even right. I didn't mind Peaky Blinders. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Well, where else do you want to go for this month? So, um, my second favourite one um, of the month was. Um, just because it's got a bit of a, I guess, a slight historical resonance to it, but it's the twenty-first of May, yep. And we see Charlie Brown. Um, it's interesting. I think all of our favourite strips involve Charlie Brown, don't they? Don't yeah, I've got many. this one down as well. I like this one. Yeah, yeah. So we see Charlie Brown running from left to right of the first frame. He's got an envelope in his right hand. He's got an, un- an unfolded letter in his left hand. He's sweating. Um, he's clearly looking in panic. He says, "Hey, Patty, read this for me, quick." And then Patty, she's sitting down. Charlie Brown's on his haunches. That's a good new sitting. I just yeah, noticed that. Look how he's sitting there. I like that. Yeah. That's a, that's a t- that is a tough. The squat is a tough seated position to hold. Yeah. It's one of it's an sure. expert seated position. You know, it's level ten seating. Yeah. Um. So Patty says, "Don't get so excited. It's nothing. It's just just an advertisement." Yeah. So all, I'm going to interject here. So again, we're getting the inference that Charlie Brown cannot read. Cannot read. Yeah. No. Yeah. So he's, yeah. 
Um, and then he's looking down at the letter um, as if to, as if he can read it now. Yeah. <laughs> saying <laughs> saying, "Phew, what a relief." <laughs> And then the last, the last square is like I thought I'd been drafted, Which, that, that, that. <laughs> and so it makes he, me chuckle so much because he's, a, of course, he's a kid. He's, he's not going to be drafted. He is a four-year-old kid. He got a letter in the post. I don't. I, I guess maybe if he can't read, he can still read his own name. So he saw this says Charlie Brown on it, um, and his first thought, his go-to was, "Holy ball sacks! I've probably been drafted here." He thought drafted. that he was a four-year-old who was going to be drafted up to the U.S. military to go and see some fighting action, and that was his first thought. And now the man could not be happier that it is just an advertisement. <laughs> are you, but, are you, but is he going to live in fear every time a letter comes through his door? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, I think the, the, this is ninety, this is fifty-one, isn't it? So the U.S. Yeah. was at war with with Korea, or was at war in Korea. Um, at this point so yes. i don't know whether they had i don't think they had a draft for career i'm not too sure maybe they did but what um, patty's I, I to... not done here is she has not said don't worry charlie brown you're only four you're not going to get drafted that is only for adults she's not dispelled any fear in him so no, she's no. just happy for him to come running next time he gets a letter um what uh, so there's a couple i mean firstly we i mean we, were you getting were you getting mail at four chief <laughs> if I was, I didn't know about it. <laughs> no, it's opened by your mum first. Yeah. And the other thing, I, I just because this brings me back again to to last month's like you know number one strip for me where Charlie Brown's playing hide and seek. So I was imagining Charlie Brown at war. I'm imagining him <laughs> <laughs> trying to hide from the enemy. If he's yes. got his big head, like either kind of appearing over the top of a trench yeah. or uh, out of the top of the, the top hole of a tank yeah. or from behind a tree. Um, with a hat that doesn't fit properly, yeah, or throw in um, a grenade and it goes two feet in front of him. Yeah, I, th- I think I think Charlie Brown would probably be excluded um, from the draft yes. for for a number of reasons. Yeah, um, yeah. but like Steve yeah, yeah. Rogers, but, and then they'd turn him into like a super soldier. No, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I I do I do love that strip. Um, yeah, yeah. There's another one I just want to suddenly. Uh, um, yeah. For some reason, I laughed at this, and it, uh, maybe it touched something deep down. I'm not too sure um, because it objectively it's not that funny, but for some reason it made me chuckle, and I don't know why. Maybe it, if it made you chuckle, Chief. Go on, let's um, find out. So it's it's, it's uh, the 19th of May. Okay, um, not on my list to talk about. So let's. No, see. It, what, and why you're probably going to think why why is why would it be and why is it on yours, Parky? Right. Okay. So, now I see. So it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The first strip we have, uh, we have um, Patty and Charlie Brown. They're walking from right to left this time um, yes. on the first strip. So walking out of the book um, as we're reading, um, Charlie Brown's saying, "Ouch, ouch, ouch, ouch." He's got sweats. He's got like kind of lines around his feet to indicate probably some kind of pain. It's yes. like a, a drug advert. Um, and Patty has like a question mark speech bubble. Yep. The second one we see them stopped. Uh, Charlie Brown is sitting down. He's taking his shoe off. Um, and he says, gee, there's a real sharp rock in my shoe. So pa- uh, Patty, number three. She's doing horse, the squat she's now. She's doing the squat now. I love it. Yeah. Um, Charlie Brown's big head is looking straight down. And <laughs> she says. a big feed. Yeah. She, she, <laughs> <laughs> she says, um, did you get it out? And then. And then they're walking again from right to left. And this is the punchline. And it made me laugh for some reason. And he says, not only that, I replaced it with a smooth one. Incredible. <laughs> I don't now, know why that's funny. Again, again, 
easy strip to bypass but again talking about it has really brought some flavor out of this strip for me because two things i want to note here is number one look at the smile on his face he is absolutely buzzing his berries off even though he's got a rock in his shoe he's so happy that he's replaced that sharp one with a smooth one uh, which is incredible that the, the the small satisfaction this boy gets out of the the tiniest things the second thing is this also, I believe now, relates to Charlie Brown's neuroses because he is scared of change and he needs the familiar. So he needed some kind of uh, something in his shoe to, to, to have that same feeling of there's something in my shoe, but he just wanted it to not hurt as much as a sharp rock. So <laughs> I, I, like, I love that. I love that. worried about what if there is no rock in my shoe, what happens then? It's, it's kind of like chicken little ever. The sky's going to fall if I don't yeah. do what I've been doing forever. Yeah. Uh, yeah this yeah. fear of change. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I like, I, yeah, I, I like that, Chief. I like that interpretation. Yeah. It's like I can't, I can't have no stone in my yeah. shoe because yeah. that would be, yeah, I don't, I don't, it's almost like I don't deserve it. Yes. Yes. I need, or, I need to... or he's into self-punishing. Yeah, oh, he's self-punishing. I don't <laughs> this know. getting dark. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe let's, let's move swiftly on. Let's move swiftly uh, on. Uh, uh, a couple I do want to touch on here. Very first one, I've got a big beef. Uh, there's People will know this. There's a few things, uh, everyday life, that I've got beef with, uh, such as people who uh, close doors that have a handle, that they don't use the handle, they just pull the door shut rather than pushing the handle down you know because i you're making a lot of extra noise that catch goes chunk when you pull the door shut but yeah. why not just turn the handle and close it and you'll really shut that door much quieter yeah. another thing i do not like is i'm at a traffic um i'm at the road uh, traffic junction and i push the light for the green man and it's come up with a little red bar someone's come up behind me and they've pushed the button and i'm like can you not <laughs> see i pushed it do you think your finger is better than my finger or something <laughs> you know yeah. or the person on the train when they're looking to get off and they're they're pushing that button to open the door did, 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 before it's lit up did, 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 don't wait till it's lit up and push it once <laughs> don't push it 20 times anyway uh what another thing i massively hate is litter bugs i hate littering because there is no reason for it i hate i saw it yesterday guy bought a packet of cancer sticks he came out of the news agency had his cigarettes and he basically pulled the wrapper off and he just chucked it on the floor um, no. So I actually went up behind him and picked it up and put it in the bin because I hate littering. No reason for it. Anyway, strip one. Let's get on to it. Patty is sitting on the stoop eating some candies or something and she's going chomp, chomp, chomp. Charlie Brown is tongue hanging out of his gob here. He is incredulous that she's not getting any candy. Panel two, he's still aghast and she, over her shoulder, is chucking this paper bag over onto the floor. Now, I'm not having that. Charlie Brown's also not having that. So he goes panel three and he blows up this paper bag like a balloon, comes up behind her, bang, whaps it with his hand. It gives a big pow and it's so powerful it lifts her off her feet. And <laughs> he is not, I like his face on panel four because he's not got his normal big wide grin when he's done a, a, a big Charlie Brown, you know, gag. And yeah. I get my kicks running off. Here he's got some malice and menace in, in, his, in his sadistic smile. Yeah, it's it's like it's just like I've just dished out some some <laughs> well deserved punishment yeah. here. Now, ultimately, yeah. obviously, he's not giving her this kapow up the, up the backside because she littered. He's doing it because he, she didn't share any candy. But I'd like yeah. it if he was doing it because she littered. Well, yeah, I think yeah, there's two things there. I mean, I'm, I'm, I absolutely can't stand 
litter bugs either and i have just joined the uh, ramsgate litter picking club on facebook boom parking <laughs> gold star and i also don't like people who don't share <laughs> yeah I, I, i'm a share i'm a sharer you're yeah. a sharer yeah you know um and uh, yeah, that's that's um, that's not sharing. That's not sharing it. Interesting, actually. That's a follow on. That's a follow on strip, isn't it? From the previous strip, um, and it transcends the month. I'm wondering Is how it? often. I can't remember how, the last how often one. that happens. I'll have, a, I'll have a look at that. The thirtieth of April. Oh yeah, uh, where she's buying the candy at the sweet shop. The candy. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. One of the things I love about this strip, Chief. Actually, again, it's just like you know when you sort of look at something a bit more closely. Is I love the um, the animation on frame three of Charlie Brown blowing up the paper bag. Yep. Yep. I, I loved I loved the force and the effort. I love his two hands sort of kind of leaning back slightly either side, leaning back slightly. Little bit in of fact, belly showing. Little bit of belly showing. Yeah, I, I love that. I like these square shorts he's got. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I really I really like the um the drawing there of Charlie yeah, Brown blowing cool. up the blowing up the paper bag. Uh, very quickly, second of May. It's a repeat gag, but I still like it. Snoopy is sitting down. Snoopy hears something. Snoopy runs, and then Charlie Brown rats. He can even hear me peeling a banana. <laughs> <laughs> repeat gag which I find funny and then I think, uh, a... I think there's only one more I wanted to talk about and then obviously if there's any more you want to touch on on the 17th of May it's a weird strip uh, Charlie Brown is coming out of someone's house he's putting his coat on talking to Shermie he says wasn't that a swell birthday party big smile on his face panel two they're walking off Shermie said it sure was I got into six fights and I'm thinking all right okay was that a good party then panel three, Charlie Brown says, I tripped at least four girls. I was like, right, these are roughhousers. And then panel four, Shermie says, by the way, did you ever find out whose birthday it was? So we got a couple of roughnecks here just party crashing and just beating people up and tripping up girls. What is going on here? I love that roughneck, didn't? Isn't that a, from a previous strip where Charlie is, Brown yeah. said he wanted to be a rough? I love That's it, Chief. It. Yeah, yeah. That's great. That's great. That's great reference. So he is it? a roughneck. He wanted to be. Oh, the evolution of this strip's incredible. He wanted to be a roughneck, yeah. but he wasn't tough enough. And now he has toughened up. Uh, he's yeah. beating up girls. I mean, watch he's, yourself there, Charlie Brown. I, I know. I, I, I had that one to talk about as well. I, I did like that one. Um, yeah, yeah. That that was that was quite that was quite funny. Yes, um, yes. Yeah. That that's it for me as well. I think, Chief. Now I'm. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, uh, I've got, I've got no other. One thing I did want to say was I, um, I've got here written on my, um, my notes to talk about that Patty, um, was an answer on Quirdle this week. I'm not sure if, if you play Quirdle really? or Wordle or any of those, but Patty was one of the answers. Right. Yeah. Strong. I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Got a nice glow when when that when that came out. Oh, for sure. There you go. That is it for the month of May 1951. We are rattling along here, Parky. I mean, we are almost finished. Oh, this 12 and a half year journey, surely. Uh, <laughs> you think so probably feels like that for our listeners <laughs> but anyway listen if you want more you can get more and it will be next month we will be talking about june 1951 uh, hopefully more schroeder i haven't peeked ahead so i don't know but exciting times fun times as the cast of characters builds up here we will uh park your turn to get a snack i don't know if you can uh, i don't know if what's on your radar have you got anything planned yet or not or i've, you I've be... got i've got two things in the cupboard chief oh my, my, well, my, listen, the next uh, month is covered well quick peek behind the curtain i had two also lined up i had this one and basically shout out to pg who is a customer that comes into place and space comic shop and got to know him and good dude we chat a lot we went out this week and he actually brought me in that haraoke bar for the show customer donation and behind the curtain he actually brought in two he brought in a, a separate eastern european bar and when i went to the fridge it turns out the missus had eaten it so no. uh, yeah yeah 
and she's like, don't worry, I'll replace it. I was like, you will not replace it because you don't know what it was, what it was called or where he got it from. So <laughs> I got to get back in contact with PG to find out where he got that from and if I can get a replacement. But thanks for PG for the donation there. But yes, yes, uh, that is it for us this week. Join us next week. Contact us at wetalkpeanuts at gmail.com. Talking Nuts on X, formerly Twitter, and Talking Peanuts on Instagram. But for now, it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Parky. See you later, people. Cheerio, go on. Good grief. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts. Peanuts for us. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts, the peanuts for us. Charles Schultz was a man with a vision. Drawing comic strips was his mission. And peanuts soon became a newspaper thing. So hot, harder than a chicken wing. It's all about little kids and the hijinks. We're gonna pull back the curtain and have a glimpse. So grab a drink and some chocolate sprinkled donuts. We're gonna talk about this strip called peanuts. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts. Peanuts for us. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts, the peanuts for us and us. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts, peanuts for us. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the peanuts, peanuts, peanuts for us.